What's going on, guys? Alex from Hidden Falls Media, and we are back with another episode. I got my buddy Sheldon Klassen on here with me. What is going on, man? Hey, buddy. Super excited to be on here today. Me too. Um, yeah. This guy is an affiliate marketing wizard. So let's, I, for my audience, I want to dig into that. But first, how did we get to where you are today? What's kind of that transformative story of you know, where you're at to how you got into digital marketing, and then we'll start to niche down inside of that and look at the affiliate side of your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on today, Alex. It's a, it's a, my pleasure. And thanks, um, like I said, for asking. Really, my story started about six years ago. Um, you know, I was, uh, I had a wife, I just had a brand new baby. The life was pretty exciting. And, um, you know, I got the call. I was sitting at my desk at work and I got the call to come into my boss's office. And, and as I walked in, they asked, how's life? And I said, you know, I live in a dream, dude. I can't, <laughs> what, what else could be better? Yeah. I had a happy, healthy baby at home. My wife was recovering well, like life was grand. And he said, well, that's fantastic. And he pulled out a pink slip and he kind of slid it across the desk. And at that particular point, I realized that, you know, obviously what was happening, but I was frustrated. I was angry and, and really mm -hmm. kind of panic sat in as, as well. Right. And when I got home and I walked through the door at one o'clock in the afternoon, the same worried <laughs> panic look was on my wife's face. Yeah. And I really realized at that particular point that that was kind of my line in the sand moment that I wasn't ever going to let anyone else kind of dictate our future as far as the family's future and put my, career and my livelihood in someone else's hands. So I did what all good, loving, caring fathers and husbands do. I started looking for ways I could start bringing income in online. Mm -hmm. And I found that there was a lot of scams out there. There was a lot of garbage, right? But one thing that kind of stuck with me was affiliate marketing. And as a result, I found the right people and the right mentorship to be able to excel in affiliate marketing. And I know we'll dive into that a little bit more for those people that don't know exactly what that is and what that entails. But for me, you know, my journey over the last six years has been completely different as a result of it. So, um, like I That's said, incredible, man, way to grab yeah. the bull by the horns and just say, I'm in control. Absolutely. It wasn't the easiest decision. I'll be no. very honest, right? Like at the end of the day, it, it was a complete 180. Mm. So I went from, you know, being in, being in suits and being working right. under vehicles to turning around and all of a sudden working on computers and learning content and learning creation and learning copywriting and everything that goes in funnel building websites, you know, there's just, there's a lot to it. So totally. Yeah. Cool. So let's, I mean, dude, that's the story's incredible and real fast. Where can people follow you? Um, yeah, absolutely. The they can find me on, they can find you. They can find me on Facebook at Sheldon Clausen or the Smarter Affiliate. Um, just type in at the Smarter Affiliate and it usually comes up because that's the handle as well. So and we'll or put you can the links to, in the description too. Yeah, we sure will. Or you can find me on Instagram as well or LinkedIn under Sheldon Clausen. Cool. Yeah. All right. So you brought up the idea of affiliate marketing. Um, and even more importantly, before that, you had brought up a point about coaches and how important finding the right people were to driving that success. So I kind of want to look at both of those pieces simultaneously. So let's talk about the importance of having, having good coaches around you and how that's kind of transformed your experience with affiliate marketing. Yeah. Coaches and mentors are everything, right? Like it just, it speeds up your, your time frame 
exponentially, right? Mm. When you find the right people, I found that when I was looking for those, those deals and I was finding like a lot of the scams and stuff like that, I invested thousands of dollars to find out really at the end of the day that it wasn't something that was for me. Right. I even had right. one of my coaches actually take my project and, and run with it, which was kind of interesting scenario yeah. as well. Right. But during all of that time, I really realized, you know, you find the good and you find the bad. Mm. And really one of the coaches that I found, his name was Cameron George. Um, it was quite interesting. We actually had the rich dad, poor dad story. Mm. So I was in the automotive dealership. My, my boss at the time had a number of different automotive dealerships. And one of his hobbies was a paintball team. And, a good, uh, and during that time, you know, I was the worker bee. Those people that aren't familiar with that story, right? Um, the one dad teaches one son how to be a good worker bee, and then he teaches the other son how he can turn around and own a business. So I was the one working in the dealerships, working my, my butt off. And meanwhile, my mentor that I found, Cam, was actually one of those paintball specialists. So he was flying around into the private jets with Bart, my boss at the time, and he was getting the the boss's education while I was getting the worker education. Mm. So it's it's kind of funny how those those worlds collide, and it ended up that we met a couple of years later, not even at the dealership, but a couple of years later, and we kind of put the pieces together. <laughs> and um, it, it's been a phenomenal ride, but he's definitely helped me steer me in the right way. And all mentors do, right? They steer you in the right way. They make sure that you, you stay clear of the pitfalls that they've fallen into, right? They make sure that your mindset mm -hmm. is on track. You're doing the right thing at the right time. And ultimately, they, they make sure that your success is something that's imminent. So if you don't have mentors that are doing that in your life and that care for you in that way, it's time to find a new mentor. Wow. That's powerful. And it's a hundred percent, right. hundred percent right on that. I want to dig into the affiliate marketing side of that, because I feel like that's an area where you're able to provide a ton of value for our audience. Uh, let's kind of walk through what are some of the foundations of what business owners should know about affiliate marketing? Talking about the idea of being a mentorship, here's really that opportunity. Yeah. What are some of those kind of like key things to look for? What are the things that you totally want to stay away from and kind of back up? Like what do those warning flags look like for a lot of businesses that are starting to truly grasp how important communication on all platforms is and not just face-to-face -face yeah. interactions now? Absolutely. You know, affiliate marketing is one of those things. It's such a broad spectrum. And really, for those that don't know what affiliate marketing is, it's the ability to turn around and sell someone else's product. So for those people, I, I, I'll take a step back. I did start an agency at, at originally as well. One of the things that I, I really struggled with was having to deal with the constant client interactions, right? A lot of people still to this day don't really understand social media and what their expectations are, are usually sky high versus what you can turn around and accomplish in, in a short period amount of time without spending a lot of money on digital advertising and stuff like that. But really the cool thing about affiliate marketing is that you don't have an overhead. You don't have to turn around and come up with your own product. You don't have to come up with any of that. What you really do is create that relationship to go and sell those people's products to other people. Mm. So it's, it's creating an audience. And the great thing about creating an audience for affiliates is so many people have products, 
that they want to sell, but they don't know where to go to when they have those products. Mm. The great thing about affiliates is we're able to build that audience to be able to help those people with products sell them at the end of the day. So that's one of the things. Now, when I'm an affiliate marketer looking for someone that's reputable, someone that I'm going to turn around and really um, kind of get in bed with, if I could use that term, sure. right? Because at the end of the day, it is that type of intimate relationship. I have to make sure that what I'm promoting, because I'm putting my name on this brand at that particular point, my reputation, is that that company is able to fulfill on what they promised they were going to do. The worst thing is, is when you're an affiliate and you turn around and, and have the opportunity to, to get someone to the door, they step up on the doorstep, they knock on the door and they want to buy, and then that client or that product or that service or that company fails to meet that standard on that end, mm. right? All of a sudden what ends up your credibility goes down. So it's one of those things to definitely look at when you're looking at a becoming an affiliate, why I became an affiliate. I'll, I'll just say that as well. I believe it's the easiest way for someone to get into digital marketing and learn the nuances of direct response. Marketing. It sounds very based in the idea of deep customer relationships and really trying to leverage, um, leverage communication, get inside and really become a part of that internal community. Just roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Uh, sorry for the brief tech issue. Uh, you know what it's like for those of you that started using Zoom full time in your business. Sometimes this thing just still drops out. We're in a new age. And this <laughs> in a new age, you bet. New problem. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so we we're talking about the idea of how affiliate marketing really plays in together. And what my kind of response back was is how it really sounds like it's such a true intimate relationship between the audience sets that are out there and the business owner. And like you said, there's one of the most common things that we see as an ad agency and marketing agency is it's not that the product isn't amazing. It's not that the service isn't there to be able to get, you know, get the ball rolling. It's that the business owner is so great at their craft and what they do. And they're so passionate about it that they never built the audience first, mm. right? They had the passion to build it, but they never actually went and found the people that would want to buy it first. So you kind of walk me through from your perspective, how that knowing that and really understanding that that's a true variable of success with a lot of businesses when you're kind of talking to your clients, what does that conversation typically look like for you? Yeah, great question. At the end of the day, audiences is key, right? And it's, it is definitely the longer play as well, right? Like you mentioned, so many people are anxious to turn around and get their product out there and everything else that they, they have a product, but their biggest problem is now finding the audience who turns around and wants it, mm. right? The great thing about affiliate marketing, for example, is everything's digital, so relationships like this, for example, are, are key because once we know what, first of all, it's a relationship, who you do business with, you like, know, and trust. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately what it comes down with. So as an affiliate, you're providing that trust factor to your audience that you've turned around and nurtured, given value to, and made sure that you've kind of brought them along the process. I think a lot of what marketers do and they make a big mistake is they talk to sometimes their leads like they're just leads, right? Mm -hmm. One of the big distincting factors, and I found that really 
worked for me and made a shift in my business is when I started treating my leads as they were already my clients. And, and just that little distinction there, you just start talking to them a lot differently. And it's, it's slight, but mm -hmm. it's different because now you're providing them value. You're providing them with information that is going to turn around and get them to take the next step versus buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Right. And, and like I said, that key distinction is, is one of those things. So affiliates, A, is relationship based, right? And B, generating and, and nurturing that audience to be able to sell. Like some of my best affiliate relationships right now, because I've been an affiliate, is being able to turn around and leverage different digital programs mm. and platforms. Right. When someone's an affiliate marketer, for example, who doesn't want to write a better bio to get on better podcasts? Right. Right. There's one who doesn't want to write better copy. There's two who doesn't want to put out better video. There's three. Right. So when people come to me and they have these issues, it's great that I've been able to form the relationships of affiliates to be able to go, listen, this is who you need to go see for that. This is what right. you get to, and then all of a sudden you get to create joint venture partnerships and the business just keeps growing and growing. And that's what makes it so exciting. That's awesome. Dude, you light up so much when you talk about that. You can really tell that it's, it's part of that DNA. It's part of that internal human being that's really driving the bus. And it doesn't feel, doesn't feel disconnected from who you are and what you're doing, which is truly incredible. Uh, we are starting to run out of time here. So what's one last piece of advice that we can leave the audience with? What's that last golden nugget? And then uh, we'll drop your social media channels again for people getting in contact with you. So yeah. what's that last golden nugget start to look like? You know what? The one thing that's been on my mind lately is the customer journey. We've talked about that a little bit today, but I really feel like digital marketers and in a whole have never, they have it up here, but they never put it down on paper for their teams or for the people that they're prospecting to, to understand. And it's so important to have a blueprint to be able to understand how that customer goes through that funnel and goes through that journey. Because ultimately at the end of the day, it's not getting the first sale that's going to matter. It's keeping them involved in your company long-term. The absolute key is customer lifetime value and the people that can turn around and wrap their head around it's just not one sale it's a lifelong experience those are the people that are ultimately going to win long term so that's my last key nugget for you i hope it's it's on point I, and i hope they I run to it. the bank with it i love it i one of the biggest shifts we were talking about funnel building off off camera and kind of what that looks like um, one of the biggest hacks that we hacks, right, that we found with funnels is laying that customer journey out in three to five simple steps. So that way they're able to see and predict what my journey is going to be like through the business, not just to, you know, you're talking about buy my stuff, buy my stuff. It's not, it's shifting that using that language. Now, instead of buy my stuff, here's the journey we would like to send you on, right? Yeah. And this is the result that you typically get when you move down this pathway. Right. So you truly are acting as the lighthouse, not the tugboat. 
That's exactly it. How many touch points, right? I, I was in the car, car dealership before, automotive dealership. I, I mentioned that. And from the time they touched the door handle to the time they left in their car, it was all about the customer experience. Mm. And I really was thinking about it the other day and just relating that back to the digital experience. How many touch points can you have with that customer to make them feel extra special? How many things can you do? turn around and do to turn around and keep that relationship open where it's not just, Hey, I was thinking about you. The worst thing that you can say in a follow-up email, right? Mm -hmm. Send them something of value, right? Even one of our RTA members the other day talking about remarketing and retargeting, right? So what did I do? I sent him a retargeting ad or, or <laughs> an article the other day, right? Here's an article on it. Just wanted to thinking about you wanted to send it off or, or this article made me think about you, right? So many times it's just like, just, Oh, I was thinking about you and then you don't provide any value. You got to always provide yeah. value in order to take the next step. Yep. Get the yeah. attention, do something with it. What do you do Absolutely. once all the eyeballs are on you? It's I love it. So where can people find your content? You know, from this, it was straight fire and there's a ton of electricity vibing around you and what you're doing. How can people get a hold of you? You betcha. You betcha. People, People can find, find me at the Smarter Affiliate. Uh, that's the, you can put that in Facebook. That's my handle. You find me at Sheldon Clawson as well. Um, Sheldon R. Clawson on Instagram. But other than that, that's K-L-A-S-S-E-N. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful and super happy with this episode. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much. Yep. Have a great day.